Welcome to Real Estate of Mind, a farming group podcast. Welcome to another edition of Real Estate of Mind. I'm Andy Gutman with The Farman Group, and today I have the good fortune to be talking to R.J. King. Now, Mr. King is editor of D Business Magazine, a Detroit historian, and an amazing storyteller. R.J., thank you so much for being here today. Uh, for those few people who have not seen it yet, uh, Detroit, Engine of America, your latest book, can you tell everyone what the book is about? Uh, sure. Thanks for having me on your uh, podcast, Andy. Appreciate it. Uh, the book, uh, Detroit, Engine of America, uh, really for the first time tells the story chronologically of how uh, the city went from a French fort on the riverfront in 1701 and up to 1900, uh, birthplace of the automotive industry. So it's very much a city building book. Uh, walks you through uh, you know, how we went from a port to a village to a town to a city and uh, all the colorful and interesting characters along the way that uh, folks might have heard about, uh, such as Ellen Scripps, R.L. Polk, uh, J.L. Hudson, uh, Mayor Hazen Pingree, uh, Louis Katz, of course, uh, Antoine Demuth Cadillac. And RJ, I've got to say, you know, it's it really is a very comprehensive book on the history of Detroit. I, I have the good fortune of having my copy. Uh, it sits by my desk in my office, um, and I, I really need to talk to you about uh, getting some more copies when we're done, so I can give them out as gifts to everybody who loves Detroit. And Detroit is a it's a hot topic these days as the comeback city. I think we're even beyond the comeback stage where people now recognize it again as being one of the top cities to be a part of in the United States. Um, you know, you've played a large part of that. You've been a, a, a big part of the fabric of the media of Detroit in your entire career. And so why was it, why was it important to write a book about the history of that? Why is it meaningful to you? Well, I think what I wanted to do was get uh, this information out there, um, in an easy to uh, digest format that people could really understand and appreciate Detroit. You know, from a global perspective, uh, like I said, the city was founded in 1701. It is the oldest city in the Midwest, so it's older than, you know, Chicago, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, even. And uh, it's older than the country. And uh, had the world's uh, first fair. Uh, so in 1889, we had the Detroit Exhibition uh, Fair down uh, by where the Ambassador Bridge is, so the convergence of the Rouge and the Detroit Rivers. And, you know, when the Erie Canal opened up in 1825 and a massive amount of people started to move westward, really the only place you could come to load up on supplies and either stay here or keep moving west was Detroit. Uh, and people found out pretty quickly uh, upstate New York at the time in the mid-1820s was the stove capital of the world, but 
people figured out pretty quickly it was a lot easier to wait and get a stove in Detroit than try to haul it on a barge and then ships uh, once you got to Lake Ontario and then through to Lake Erie and then up the river to Detroit. Uh, so that brought you know thousands and thousands of people to Detroit. The hotels were so overbooked um, during the summer, especially that people just uh, stayed on the ships until housing could be uh, provided uh, or they could find a place to stay. And uh, you know all of that set up Detroit beautifully to be this manufacturing powerhouse, which it still is today. You can uh, literally make anything here, and uh, that all goes back to our to our history and, and hence the title of the book, uh, Engine of America, Detroit, Engine of America. Thanks, RJ. RJ, there's a lot of, uh, there are a lot of characters in your book, um, a lot of rich history there. Were there any characters that, that stuck out to you as being some of the more interesting people in our city's history? Sure, one of them was uh, President uh, Ulysses S. Grant. He was here before he was president. Uh, lived in Detroit, uh, basically at 24th Street in Livernois, uh, right by Fort Wayne. He was stationed there from 1849 to 1851 and uh, was really uh, the toast of the town, him and his wife, and they had a, a little girl, and uh, the house uh, that they lived in uh, has been saved, and it's uh, now at the state fairgrounds. It's going to be refurbished and uh, put over uh, on the uh, eastern edge of Eastern Market uh, sometime later this year. And Ulysses S. Grant, uh, you know, he there was horse racing was a very popular thing back in the, the 1840s and 1850s. Obviously, there wasn't a lot of uh, radio or television. There was just nothing. Uh, so a lot of outdoor activities became people's pastime and recreation time. So he, uh, he had the fastest horse um, in the city. He was a great... Um, athlete and was celebrated he didn't really drink too much he was warned early on when he was in detroit not to drink too much but uh you know over time uh he uh got uh, uh stationed over in uh, upstate new york and then all the way over to portland and he started drinking and uh so he was uh given the choice of either being court-martialed or uh, resigning his commission he resigned his commission and then the civil war broke out in 18 61 and uh, he convinced the governor of Illinois to give him um, uh, the leadership of a brigade and he just fought and fought and fought and uh, some of the other generals under Lincoln uh, were biding their time hoping to um, run against him uh, for the 1864 election but, but Grant would have none of that. And uh, Lincoln was so fond of him that uh, he eventually promoted him to the head of the U.S. Army. After the war was over, uh, Grant returned to Detroit uh, for a five-day celebration that I would have loved to have been a part of. And uh, he eventually went on to be U.S. president. And people said, and I think it's commented in the book, that uh, whenever the subject of Detroit uh, was brought up to... uh, President Grant, his eyes just lit up and, and he embraced that person and really just wanted to talk about the city and the people. So that gives you a good idea of, of just how much Detroit was loved and, and just the uh, just the wonderful nature of the people and the, and the friendship and the camaraderie that uh, that they enjoyed and shared. That's great. And that's, 
It's just one of the many people that you talk about in your book and just a, a fascinating, fascinating story. RJ, what, what lessons from your book would help today's business professionals? I think, you know, there's many examples in the book of, uh, of team building, especially when there was a crisis uh, in those, uh, that era of Detroit from 1700 to 1900, roughly. Um, one of the, you know, the most uh, heartbreaking experiences is if a fire broke out, everything was made of wood, the fire equipment wasn't all that great, and so literally people would have to come together, even if they didn't like each other. I think everything was put aside uh, to get those fires out, to pull some of those blocks of homes literally down so the fire couldn't spread that way. I mean, it was just uh, near panic. Uh, but people just had to rally and, you know, work as a team and not worry about what other people thought of them or what they thought of uh, other people. And I think that lesson is, uh, is very good for today. Uh, when a company is faced with a crisis, when a company is a new product together, uh, you know, really pull everybody together uh, on a team and get all of their ideas. You'll never uh, know if uh, if you pass something up, if you didn't have those team building sessions and ask for input as you're delivering a new service, uh, a new offering, uh, launching something new. Uh, and just think back about how hard it was uh, in the old days uh, to, to get things to move forward. Uh, today, it's so much easier with the, with the internet and the uh, you know instant calls and, and all the great things that, uh, that we have in terms of technology. Uh, but that team building, I think, is, is really a, a lesson that uh, everyone could use uh, today. And, and it does resonate today. You know, at, at Farman, we spend a lot of time focused on building a team, building uh, you know, uh, buy-in to what we're trying to accomplish for our clients and for our own employees on a daily basis. And in, in reading your book, you definitely can see that, uh, the importance of, it, you know, it's, it, it used to be there was a day when you could run a company as a top-down organization and you'd simply dictate what occurs. And I think some of the aspects of building that team with you that everyone feels like they have a place at the table goes so much further in getting buy-in from your entire company. And those are that's a great lesson that, that came out of your book and that I think comes out of Detroit's rich history. RJ, if people want to get a copy of your book, Detroit Engine of America, how do they go about doing that? What's the best way? Well, we uh, set up a website, uh called DetroitEngineOfAmerica.com. That takes you directly to the book buying page. Uh, or you can reach out uh, to me via email at rjking at dbusiness.com. I think that's great. And I will tell you, as, as an avid reader of D Business and uh, truly a, a, a fan of yours, RJ, watching over the years, uh, you know, media in general doesn't always get the best reputation but I've often found that uh, whenever your name is mentioned uh, among great media people, there's such a respect for what you do. You are uh, truly uh, one of the area's legendary media icons. And uh, I feel very fortunate not only to have you on our show today, uh, but to have you coming to talk about your book uh, down in the beautiful city of Detroit, Thursday, September 5th, 5 to 7 p.m. at New Center 1. Uh, I think it's going to be 
it, we're running out of space there, but I will tell you, uh, the crowd is, is anxious and excited to see you. Well, great. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, RJ. Ladies and gentlemen, again, RJ King. We've had the good fortune of talking to Mr. King today, but we have the better fortune of having RJ King come and spend some time with us down at New Center One, Thursday, September 5th. RJ will be talking from 5 to 7 outside of the glorious and amazing New Center One building down on 3031 West Grand Boulevard in Detroit. And RJ will be talking about his incredible new book, Detroit, Engine of America. RJ, everyone's excited. We have a full roster of people attending. I think it's the who's who of the Detroit city, and all of the dignitaries are coming to this. Uh, because they want to hear you speak. So it's going to be an amazing time. There's still a few slots left open, but not many. So if you want to RSVP, contact us at www.farman.com for information. Join us next time for another wonderful edition of Real Estate of Mind, a Farman Group podcast.